The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, I want to talk about uh, Israel. They could potentially miss this year's Eurovision Song Contest because of a row about the country's entry, the lyrics in that entry. There have been plenty of people calling for Israel to be kicked out of the competition, but this is quite separate from it. The EBU, uh, who organised the event, say they're scrutinising the lyrics of Israel's entry to this year's competition amid allegations the song is politically motivated. Tom Dunn's uh, Tom Dunn, News Talk's own, uh, with me, and Adrian Kavanagh, who's a lecturer at the Maynooth University Department of Geography. Uh, Tom, um, I mean, this is kind of an interesting development uh, in this story. It is a story you have written about previously. You don't want Israel there at all, is that right? Absolutely. I think it's completely inconceivable for Israel to take part in the Eurovision in the backdrop of what is going on on Gaza. I just, I don't think you can separate those things. And to act like it's not happening is just... It's unconscionable. I, I really, I, I was kind of waiting to see that something might give. You know, already you mentioned this protest in Sweden, which is hosting the competition. Over a thousand artists, including First Aid Kit and Robin, they've signed an open petition calling for Eurovision to ban Israel, saying its inclusion trivialises violations of international law and makes the suffering of the victims invisible. And I absolutely agree with that. I, I just think to, if we were to sit down on the night and, and Israel was to go on as if nothing is happening and perform a song, oh, that it would be a very, very low point in the history of Eurovision. So I've kind of been waiting to see if something's going to give. And this seems to me like a perfect out for the two parties. Israel has gone ahead and called its song October Rain, which I think you can probably join the dots and, and see what that's about. So the EBU is taking a look at that and saying you can't have political references. They've kicked out people before on the basis of that. It gives Israel a chance to say, you know, we're not changing the song. It's not going to happen. And then I think everyone goes home happy. They're not at it. And the, and the contest can continue as normal. Uh, yes. so, yeah, I, 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 it's funny you say that. I wondered earlier whether the EBU and others might actually be delighted with this. I think they would. And Israel have said that they won't change the song. So that sounds like the perfect out for everybody. I, I really, I, and also I think the, the situation it's putting their singer into, this is a 20-year-old girl, Eden Golan, she would be expected to walk on stage. At that point, come May, she would be the epicentre of all anti-Israel sentiment on earth. Anyone who wants to vent their rage, they'd have this, this young target walking on stage. If she wasn't walking on stage, either a sea of Palestinian flags or pro-Palestinian chants, it would be a miracle. So, and, and obviously so unfair on her yes. to put her through that. So I can't see how this could conceivably... It, it, it takes over the entire event. It's the only bit of the event people will talk about as long as they're at it. People at home will be wondering what the lyrics are. So as Tom says, it's called October Rain uh, and you don't have to be a genius to work out what that's in reference no. to. Uh, there's the lyric, there's no air left to breathe, no place, no me from day to day. There's a reference in another line who told you boys don't cry hours and hours and flowers. Life is not a game for the cowards. Apparently the flowers reference uh, within Israel is understood to be a reference uh, to uh, IDF soldiers uh, killed in battle. I'm not sure many people outside Israel would get that reference, but that is what it is. Okay. It's apparently a reference too. So this is why uh, there has been an issue um, uh, with the lyrics. We actually have a little bit of the song of people who are wondering what it also sounds like. Okay. Nothing, 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 nothing. 
That's a the little bit of the song uh, uh, that exists. I think it is. Is it? No, that is not. That is apparently a completely different song. So if people oh, just wanted a little bit of music in their day, we provide it to you here on the hard shoulder. I still don't know what I, the song sounds like. But um, <laughs> I, I was mentioning, Kieran, when I when I wrote about it in the Examiner, I was mentioning Peter Brook, the Northern Ireland secretary, who went on the Late Late Show in 1992. Oh, and he God, sang, and sang oh, my darling, darling, Clementine. And it was on the same day that seven Protestant workers were killed by an IRA bomb. And everyone said that it was, he was just, he appeared insensitive to the suffering that was going on. Can you imagine what they would think if an Israeli artist goes on and performs, given the backdrop of what is going on, that, that you have, this, are we supposed to stand and cheer this entry after she performs, knowing what's going on in Gaza? God, that, I don't that, think so. That clip was Eden Golan, apparently, but that wasn't the actual Eurovision song, uh, hence the confusion. Listen, I mentioned Adrian Kavanagh, okay. who's with us as well. Um, Adrian, is there precedent for this, for kind of a song being submitted and the organisers saying, oh, I'm not sure about this? Uh, there's been a new number of pre- precedents, all right. Uh, the most recent one was Belarus in 2021. Uh, you might remember 2020 Eurovision was... Uh, cancelled because of COVID and Euro- Belarus had sent an act called Val with a fairly harmless enough uh, pop entry. Uh, then in the late 2020, spring of 2021, the protests in Belarus against the Lukashenko government, mm. uh, Val supported those protests. So they were kind of, a lot of you, including Ireland, a lot of countries in 2021 effectively sent the same act as they were going to send in 2020. So Val was uh, uh, disqualified from representing Belarus because they were seen as anti, uh, as unpatriotic, and they replaced him with a very, un, very little known band called Galassi Zimesta, uh, who initially were going to send a song called Ya Nachu Tebia or I'll Teach You, which basically the lyrics were seen as more or less saying to protesters that they would be taught a lesson. Mm. Uh, so those lyrics were banned by the EBU. They then sent another song called, uh, if I can pronounce it right, Pesi New Pro Ziesta, song about a bunny, which as well as being seen as being pro the Lukashenko regime, also had homophobic elements to it. So again, that song, those song lyrics were banned and eventually Belarus uh, withdrew from Eurovision. And the following year afterwards, Belarus were banned from Eurovision, not because of Belarus, the country, but because of the broadcaster, because it was the broadcasters were seen to be effectively a propaganda tool for the government. And okay. that's not allowed in terms of... Uh, you also had Georgia t- 2009. Uh, you might remember the Olympics 2008. During the Olympics in 2008 in Beijing, Russia invaded Georgia. Yes. The following years, Eurovision was held in Russia. So Georgia sent a song called... We're going to send a song called we don't want to put in, or as they pronounce it, we don't want to put in, with the lyrics, we don't want to put in, the negative mood is killing the groove, I just want to shoot in some music tonight, boogie with you, boogie with you. TBU seem to think that might have referred to Vladimir Putin. Uh, Georgia said, oh no, it doesn't. Uh, DBU asked Georgia to withdraw the song, Georgia didn't, and they withdrew from the contest. Now, to be honest, I suspect Georgia didn't want to take part that year, so again, it was a nice uh, opt-out clause. There's been a few other songs that have kind of come, some people would say, were bordering on the political. Yeah. Uh, people might remember the Eurovision in 2016, probably one of the most exciting Eurovisions ever. 
Ukraine won Ukraine's Jamala won that year with a song called 1944 yeah which sang about the uh, expulsion of Tatars from uh, the Crimea region during World War II by the Soviet uh, Union. And that was, that was argued that that contained anti-Russian sentiments, but generally it was seen to be okay by the EBU because okay. it was A, historical, and B, a personal song. All right. Well, so there is, there is precedent, all right, for the EBU uh, saying that this can't happen and yeah Tom I suspect you're right I think uh, the EBU and everybody would be delighted if uh, this disqualified Absolutely. Israel it uh, means they can avoid making the decision that others would want them to make and expel uh, Israel from the competition we'll have to wait and see what happens Tom thank you as always we'll talk to you soon Tom Don News Talk Zone Adrian thank Kavanagh you. lecturer at the Maynooth University Department of Geography The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.